Welcome once again to the Stories from Southwest Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Chad Thompson. and Today we have a very wonderful episode with Miss Carrie Beck, who is the executive director of the Crooked Road here in Southwest Virginia. On today's episode, Carrie and I dive into the Crooked Road, a lot of venues and musical heritage and culture around the region as we wrap up this music series. I hope everybody's been enjoying the interviews and everything so far, and I just want to throw out there really quickly today, if you do want to be a part of the series, go ahead and send me an email at cthompson at myswva.org. I'll also have links here on the podcast as well as our blog posts over at visitswva.org. And also feel free to call in and leave messages on the podcast. You can do that through our anchor.com link. And if you go on over to the podcast, there'll be an option there to leave a voice message where you can give us your thoughts and comments on the show or just add in things that you might want to have included in one of our next shows. Without further ado, sit back, relax, and hear a little bit about the Crooked Road from Miss Carrie Beck. Well, good morning, Carrie, and thanks you uh, thanks to you for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate it, and I thought we could just kind of get started today with you just telling everybody about who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah, thanks for having me, Chad. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really excited, um, especially because this is one of the first places that I've been able to really announce that I am the new executive director at the Crooked Road. Um, I've been affiliated with the Crooked Road in the past. I've worked for several years on the Mountains of Music Homecoming, which has been a nine-day festival in the Southwest Virginia region that the Crooked Road has produced. Um, And upon the uh, previous executive director's departure last September, I've been contracting with the Crooked Road, but it is official that um, I am the new executive director and so excited, have got lots and lots of, of great plans for the Crooked Road. And I think that there's a lot of ways um, that we can kind of integrate the Crooked Road um, programming and venues and next generation music series together. So I'm over here just working away with a notepad about all this exciting new things that the Crooked Road has planned. Um, And one of those, obviously, is trying to get the word out about the Crooked Road on podcasts such as yours. That's very exciting. Definitely congratulations on the new position. And I mean, I, I can't wait to work with you on a lot of future projects. I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun and be able to do a lot of exciting things on a lot of Crooked Road music projects around the area. And I guess, if, is there any that uh, maybe you could share with us now that you have coming up that you'd like to talk about? or? Sure. So, yeah, you and I are going to become very, very good friends, I think. <laughs> um, so right now, um, because of, you know, the pandemic in the world, there's been a lot of halt to programming, which is one of the major drivers of the Crooked Road. Um, just a little background. The Crooked Road is um, the 330 Heritage Music Trail that was founded in 2004, and it runs through um, Route 58 is, is the basis. And so it runs throughout all of Southwest Virginia. And right now, the Crooked Road is comprised of um, the whole Southwest Virginia region, 19 counties, four cities, and over 50 towns. Um, and that includes our planning districts and various tourism organizations and also um, the heritage venues. So um, right now, we're in a, a great time of um, like self-evaluation for the Crooked Road because one of our main 
main missions is to help um, economic impact in those counties and cities and towns. And so we're taking this time as a pause to try to sort of reevaluate how we can uh, look at marketing efforts. So, and that incorporates with our major venues, which are um, the Birthplace of Country Music in Bristol, the Blue Ridge Music Center in Galax, the Blue Ridge Institute and Museum in um, Farum, the Carter Family Fold, which is in Hilton's, Virginia and Scott County, the Country Cabin in Norton, uh, Floyd Country Store in, in Floyd, um, Galax with the Old Fiddler's Convention and the Rex Theater, the Ralph Stanley Museum in Clintwood, and finally, last but not least, the Southwest Virginia Cultural Center and Marketplace, which is in Abingdon. And I know that's a lot, but what we have done and what was um, the impetus for the creation of the Crooked Road was to look at these heritage venues that have had a hand in the history of heritage music um, in Southwest Virginia, or they're notable because they were at a place in time that really um, captured a moment um, or just their, their legacy. I mean, the Carter Family Fold is, is um, one of my favorite examples of that because it was organic, you know, um, it was an offshoot of the Carter Family and their 1927 Bristol Sessions success that kind of created country music. Um, so, so looking at all of those venues, a lot of them have had programming that's been um, put on hold during this time. And so what we're trying to do is, is look at content, um, which includes, of course, going to be focused on heritage musicians. Um, and how we can look at recording maybe some, um, you know, social distancing at the at the red hot moment, um, but supporting venues that have ongoing um, ongoing programming or they're you know streaming things. Uh, we also want to look at musicians and how we can help them because a lot of them have lost. Uh, festivals or tours or whatnot, and it's very important for the Crooked Roads to not only look at economic development, but also how we can support the heritage musicians in the area. Um, so an offshoot of those things will probably be some closed recording sessions um, or creating content for the Crooked Road that we can blast out to social media to try to encourage um, people to travel to the area once they start making those plans. So I know that that was a really, really long answer to a question about how we may be working together and plans for the future, but, um, but we're really excited about the potential to really um, highlight Southwest Virginia's musical heritage to um, potential visitors, even, um, even more so now because it looks like travel trends are indicating that people want to drive. And we have this 330 mile driving music trail. <laughs> um, so paired with the outdoor recreation of the region and you know some of the, the uh, cultural artisans that we have too, I think that this is a real great time for the Crooked Road to, um, to help develop and support our, our venues and our musicians. Most definitely. So that sounds like a lot of great things that you have in mind to 
give that support to everybody. And, and I'm like you, I'm seeing these trends where everybody's wanting to kind of get out and explore. And that's one thing I think it's good about, you know, something like the Crooked Road and having all these venues. There's there's a lot of options for people out there. And there's definitely a lot of sites for everybody to see and and to be able to take these road trips. And that that's something during quarantine that, that I've focused a lot on is, you know, since I can't actually go inside places or do some of the usual I used to do, I've enjoyed just kind of going around driving some of these back roads and just seeing a lot of our, you know, the culture and the farmlands and trying to, you know, view these places from a distance myself. And I think that's something fun that people could do is just go out and just drive by these places and take a look and and, and just see them and, and definitely make that itinerary for in the future, you know, figure out where they want to visit. Because this is something that, you know, you could make this like a, a week long vacation just to explore the Crooked Road and see all the amazing things that's out there. Um, it just it, it it's it's awesome to me to be able to see yeah. all the support, you know, from from the the fans and the musicians and the uh, the people working behind the scenes. Like it's it's a great community we have around that. Yeah, and you know when we have done um, events in the past, um, pretty much any event that we've done, whether it's a weekly jam um, at the cultural center or a youth music festival um, or even mountains of music. Um, the, the the number one feedback we have from visitors, um, well, the number one and number two is not only do they love, love, love our music, which is, um, you know, between bluegrass and old time and, and the storytelling and some of the just the unique cultural influences of the mountains that have, have shaped um, the music from this region is the feedback that the people are amazing. So you know, even though some of our venues might have adjusted programming or they're just having fall programming instead of summer programming or things have been canceled, there's certainly still amazing opportunities for people to come to the Crooked Road in the Southwest Virginia region and and just do those drives. I mean, there's a um you know, a very famous like moonshine road in Ferrum in the Ferrum area called Shooting Creek. And you know, I joke all the time about, oh, do I have to go to Ferrum because I have to go down Shooting Creek Road? But it is, it, it's just, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to, to go down some of these roads that have had, um, you know, even the routes have had cultural influences. Um, but yes, and, and there's still people that are open, you know, restaurants. And um, I'm sure that as we get into different phases of reopening, we're going to be able to reopen the museums again. Um, and, and even so, um, even if you can't come here, the, the venues and the artists have done a really good job of, of like pushing their music out into the world. So I think that that's just an interesting offshoot of this quarantine is that it's really kind of put people in a creative mode of how do we still showcase our music? And so I think there's a huge opportunity for people to still get a taste of Southwest Virginia and our, our musical heritage just because um, of the adaptations. Like, for instance, um, Birthplace of Country Music does um, Farm and Fun Time, and they're doing it, you know, from their front porch now <laughs> um, with masks, but you still can see the program. Um, and that's one thing that the Crooked Road is trying to do is push out um, any type of streaming that our venues along the Crooked Road, I'm in, including some uh, non, I guess, technically heritage venues, such as the Harvester in Rocky Mount or Moss Art Center in Blacksburg. Um, 
the Lincoln and Marion, where people are streaming things now. The Crooked Road social media, our Facebook page, which is just um, on Facebook, you can search the Crooked Road. We're sharing these um, these streams, or or we're sharing um, old old videos. Like for instance, um, Gay Laxold Fiddler's Convention is canceled for this year. That's usually uh, typically in early August. It was supposed to be August third through eighth, but you know if they post an old video. The Crooked Road is is trying to push that out to the world. So it's this, it's maybe opening up opportunities um, via social media for people to hear the music that they, you know, might not have seen if they had to come here. Um, but again, like I would definitely, definitely recommend someone come and just even, I mean, soak in the beautiful natural beauty that we have. And we're located just amazingly, you know, six hours from Atlanta, Nashville, Charleston, DC, Cincinnati. Um, so we have a great opportunity for people to take a weekend trip or, you know, an extended weekend that they might not have um, thought about, you know, pre-pandemic, they might've hopped on a plane and gone somewhere, but um, it's definitely, definitely there's still things that are happening here. Yeah. And I think that's, that's kind of like a silver lining I see in a lot of these things is, you know, being able to put this content out through this podcast or through our social media platforms is kind of gives people a little bit more insight to a lot of the things that go on they may not have known about. And like you mentioned, we're kind of like this central hub between D.C. and Atlanta and uh, Nashville and all these other places. And I think people travel through here quite frequently and maybe just don't know what's out there for them to explore. And maybe some of these ways that we're putting out content during this time will help to educate a lot of people and get them to know about these places and have places to go visit. Um, I know just from me doing the podcasts and talking to uh, Tyler Hughes the other day and Dylan Locke, uh, mm-hmm. I, I've learned a ton about music and dance and, and the history. And it's very fascinating. I mean, there's just so many talented individuals and artists and they all live here. Not only did they, you know, grow themselves in this area, but they, they, they're still here to this day. And I think that says something in particular about the area that, you know, everybody wants to stay here or, or to come here. And mm-hmm. it's just because it's a very welcoming place and the people are just so humble. And, you know, Dylan was talking yesterday about if you want to meet a musician and you come to one of these jams at the Floyd Country Store any of these events they have going on, you can walk up to the musicians and literally meet them. And and Tyler was mm-hmm. telling me that, you know, at Floyd Fest and the Fiddler's Convention and these different places, if you see a musician that you've always looked up to, you can approach them at their tent and, and just sit there and jam with them, just pick a guitar. And I think that's really cool. And you don't see that in other genres of music very much. No, totally, totally agree with you. Um, our, our musicians are really accessible. And in fact, that's one of the amazing things about these bluegrass festivals. Um, you know, again, which are sort of unfortunately on hiatus for a little while, but everyone, um, it's kind of like there's programming during the day. And then at night, there's, there's like the real fun, you know, because you can go around through the campgrounds and people are just having a jam session here or whatever. And uh, so, and everyone is so down to earth and very accessible. And, um, you know, I'm, I moved to Southwest Virginia 
it's been a long time at this point. <laughs> it's over 20 years ago, but I was not originally from this area. And I um, never want to leave. <laughs> so so um, I am happy to live here and raise my child here and have my family here um, for that reason. It's just because we really, it's, un, it, what I always say is that it's um, unreproducible, the heritage music here. But there's also these other components um, of the people and the the beauty and the outdoor recreation that's really like when you put it all together, it's unreproducible anywhere else, I think. Um, and and just to encourage anybody to come down and uh, and see that. Um, I do foresee with the reopening that there will be festivals. Um, later on in the year and maybe into next year. In fact, um, the Crooked Road is trying to schedule some Mountains of Music concerts for next year. And they will they will um, be over a 12-month period. So we're going to try to provide as many opportunities for people to come to the area and experience what you're just saying about their favorite musician or experience some kind of unique opportunity that they maybe don't get just to go into a regular concert. Um, and we're also going to try to combine that with some virtual uh, performances as well, just to, um, just to try to, you know, cover all the bases and make sure that if someone is interested in seeing someone, um, they can have access to that either on the internet or, or in person. Yeah, and I think that's some really amazing steps to take there. That way, you know, it keeps everybody connected and, and informed with what's going on right now. And I think a lot of people appreciate that because especially when they're so accustomed to getting out and doing these things. And, you know, we haven't really been able to do that. To, to be able to connect, at least virtually, is is a great way to kind of keep everything moving forward and keep everybody up to date with stuff. And, and, and I really like that. And I know myself, I can't wait to start getting out to a lot of events when the time's right again because there's like I said earlier there's so many places I've learned about that I haven't even got to visit before and and I'm just making this massive list of places to visit and definitely the crooked road is a huge part of that list and 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 mm-hmm. I can't wait to get back out there well you and I will have to go out to one of these venues or several of these venues together most definitely several and, sounds um, like a great idea <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you we were going to become best friends after all of this. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I also wanted just to mention that the Crooked Road also, um, not only do we, you know, work with um, artists and venues, but we're also interested in the next generation and making sure that the music is preserved through education of some of our traditional um, cultural music. So we have a music education program and um, we work with junior Appalachian musicians or JAM. Um, and we're also like really at this time, we're trying to um, identify more opportunities for that because the next generation artists and music education is something that we don't want to see slip away from us. We want to make sure that the history and the heritage is preserved. Um, I know we've got some great, um, some artists that give great uh, lessons and have lesson opportunities, but also people like Dylan that are working on um, actively trying to 
um, educate people, adults, uh, youth, et cetera. So we're looking to strengthen some of those partnerships and see how the Crooked Road can support those because we feel like that's incredibly important. Um, and we also traditionally would have a youth music festival, which will probably happen next May, that showcases some of our youth. Um, and in addition to um, music education programming, we also have a program called the Crooked Road on Tour, which um, is also sort of on hiatus right now. But once we're able to tour, this is a program that brings um, Crooked Road artists outside of our region. So it's traditionally gone to other areas of Virginia um, or New England to like bring, you know, so again, for people that can't come here, we're taking that music and, and showcasing it elsewhere. And that's a program that um, I think we're going to try to expand further, um, just given, you know, given the opportunity to do that when, when we have the, the all clear um, to start touring again. So um, those are really important programs that the Crooked Road does to, um, to help like educate the next next generation. Um, we're also working on a website redesign. So for information about the Crooked Road, um, people can go to Facebook and that's probably our most current information on programming from around the region, but we will be unrolling a new Facebook page within the next couple months. And so at that point, we'll have some itineraries to make it easier for people to identify how they can travel the Crooked Road. And that's something that's really important for us is we want to make this 330-mile music trail really accessible for someone that's looking for a two- to three-day trip. Um, so we do have our visitor in mind as well, and we're actively trying to, um, you know, make a visitation to the Crooked Road as easy as possible. Well, that's definitely all very super exciting. Like, I can't wait to see the new website. I'm sure it's going to look amazing. Um, and, and I love that you, you guys are like thinking about the future generations and trying to pass down this art and this history that we have here and, and to educate them. And I think that's an amazing program to have in place. And I'm sure there's tons of younger generations out there that would love to be a part of it. So definitely, hopefully they'll be moving over and looking into that for the future. And and I'm excited for you and everything that you guys are doing. And I, I can't wait to help out with it. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're excited too. And, um, and we have great champions, like, you know, like you mentioned, Tyler and Dylan, and there's so many people that live in this, in this region that are so passionate about this. Um, that we, you know, we're very, very, very lucky to have the knowledge base that we have. And so um, we just don't want to want to lose any of that knowledge. I mean, the world, I think, moves so fast that sometimes we forget about where we came from. And, you know, a lot of times people will travel outside their locality um, and not really see the things that are available locally. And just maybe this in this pause, we can um, help or if people are interested in checking out what what's in their backyard, you know, we'll be able to provide some information um, on that and and uh, help showcase, you know, our plans for the future. 
most definitely. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm sure there's tons of people mm-hmm. out there excited for it. And we'll, we'll get this thing running as soon as we can. And as soon as all these provisions start to lift up and things start to look mm-hmm. a little clearer, we'll, we'll get out there and we'll explore what everything has to offer. But is there anything else you wanted to share with us today? Or is it- I, I do, I do just want to say again that um, our website is thecrookedroad.org. And you can just, or you can go to Facebook, which is our, our main um, social media um, outlet. And you can just search um, the Crooked Road or Virginia's Heritage Music Trail. And that should um, bring up our page. And we have contact information on both the website and the Facebook page. So if anybody has additional questions, um, we can be reached that way. That sounds great. And you definitely gave everybody a lot of interesting information today. And hopefully everybody's at home with their pens and papers out trying to make some (laughs) itineraries for the future. So uh, definitely thank you again for coming on. And I'd love to have you back in the future. And then hopefully we'll get to meet in real life someday soon. So. Well, I'm telling you, the Chad and Carrie show is going to go on the road when we're allowed and and we can go to some of these venues. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? uh, Regis and Kathy Lee back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. Southwest Virginia don't know. It'll just be Chad and Carrie coming down the crooked road. (laughs) That sounds amazing. We can make it like a little video show out of it. Kind of like, what's his name? Guy Fieri. I can I can never say his last name, but he has the the Dodge oh, yeah. Diners and drive-ins. We could do that, but do it with music venues and and events. That sounds like an amazing idea. I'm going to add it to my yeah. schedule. <laughs> add it to your list real quick, okay, Chad? That is on my <laughs> list of things to do. <laughs> well, right. thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, and I would always love to come and talk about the Crooked Road and what exciting plans we have. Most definitely. Well, thank you for coming on again today, and uh, definitely have a great rest of the day. Once again, I would like to thank everybody for tuning in to the Stories from Southwest Virginia podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to talk to Carrie and Dylan and Tyler about the music and cultural heritage of Southwest Virginia. And I want everybody to be sure that you don't miss out on any of our podcast episodes. And the way that you can do that is to be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcasting platform of choice. We are currently available on Spotify, Radio Republic, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, and Breaker. We're still working on getting ourselves on Apple Podcasts as well. You can also be sure to check out our website at visitswva.org, where we do include blog posts with links to everything that we talk about during the episodes and provide some more information. You can also visit the podcast at anchor.fm forward slash stories from SWVA, where you can go and leave messages just to give us some comments or add your own message to a future episode. If you would like to be on an episode of the Stories from Southwest Virginia podcast, be sure to send myself an email at cthompson at myswva.org. I'll be leaving links in the description of the podcast and on our blog post for all this if you need further information on how to do any of that. But once again, thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next week.